1: Ah, good morning and good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to Marvel Movie Talk right here on Geekscape. So excited to be here with each and every one of you. As always, I am Christian Blatt, joined with the one, the only, Michael X. Shirley, who can be found on X at Michael X. Shirley. Uh, and you you want to see a little magic for our video audience. I make the X, and you can all see the uh, ceiling fan ceiling here fan. behind me. And uh, the man who puts the X in X-Men 97, the one and only Count Eric Connor. Hello, sir. How are you?
2: Gentlemen, how are you?
1: There's uh, Super cool. one host on this show who decided he didn't want to be my date tonight, but I won't uh, reveal behind the scenes as to who that is. We'll just move on and continue doing the show like professionals. Uh, we have a I'm few sorry, things I, to just dis- go ahead.
2: I am sorry I'm putting uh, my child's open house ahead of you. I really uh, my priorities have always been uh, our up. kids I are never-
1: in the, the same uh, school district and uh, we, we had ours last week, so you're lying, but we're going to move on anyway. It's fine. Mine's tonight. It's fine. You know, I get tomorrow. it. You're just not that into me, Eric. It's fine. Mm, 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 I, of my choices, uh, but, yeah. Hi, everyone. How are you? Yeah. I know, I know if Michael still lived here, he would uh, he would come to the Roosevelt Hotel and the El Capitan Theater with me, but that's all right. Uh, Before we uh, dive into, uh, we're going to talk about the second season of I Am Groot. And we're going to talk a little bit about some uh, Disney Plus Marvel Studios rescheduling news. Uh, I did want to take a moment to uh, talk about the passing of an uh, extraordinary artist uh, at the Inker, Dan Green, who is responsible for what I still say. And I have uh, stated this unequivocally on a number of occasions. Uh, to me, this is the best comic book cover that I have ever seen. Pencils <laughs> by John Romita Jr. Inks by Dan Green. It is uh, Wolverine tearing through the book. of uh, Uncanny X-Men 207. I guess you have to specify because I feel like subsequent X-Men books might ha- be up to 207 by now. But this is volume one, <laughs> issue 207 from 1986 and uh you know i think that uh people focus a lot on the their favorite pencilers i have uh talked about there are times where i'm not a fan of john Byrne, but when he's inked by terry austin i think he looks great and i think paul smith everybody looks great when they're inked by terry austin so uh dan green provided some continuity in some very memorable uh very memorable era of uncanny x-men uh this is uh, A very big moment where uh, Logan just leans in for a kiss and uh, Jean, uh, Jean Jean doesn't look like she's pushing back, does she, Michael? Is is she like, well, you know, (laughs) I'm with Scott, but, (laughs) you know, and uh, this is uh, and I remember this moment. Logan said that uh, he had to make sure it was really her, that it wasn't Uh, her or a cowgirl. And I'm like, yeah, well, sometimes you got to do the old taste test. Uh, And uh, yeah, but uh, so the, uh, the passing of uh, Dan green, it was uh, was, there, there's names that you, you see and you go like, oh yeah, that's one of the greats. They, they built the company, but I have so many comic books that, uh, that were inked by Dan green. So I wanted to start with that. And it gives me an excuse to uh, really just filibuster and say that Uncanny X-Men 207 is the, the best cover of uh, any comic book, Marvel or otherwise. Maybe if uh, the, they keep pushing the schedule, maybe we'll do a favorite covers uh, episode coming up
0: mm, in the near
1: future. But uh, we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about the rescheduling, but what I, I, I'm excited that we have some new, Marvel content on Disney plus to discuss today. And Mm -hmm. it's five episodes. It's about 20 minutes of actual content because when you watch something on Disney plus that runtime includes like all the, the foreign language uh, dubbed versions of it and some pretty long credits. Um, I do appreciate that. And I am Groot uh, that Groot just fast forwards through the Marvel studios intro, because otherwise if they use the standard one from the films, Like, half the episode would be Marvel Studios. And obviously, this is an animated series. Uh, I watched uh, season one with my five-and-a-half-year-old daughter, Lucy. She loves Groot. That was her big takeaway from her animated introduction to the Guardians of the Galaxy from an episode of, I believe it was Ultimate Spider-Man. And uh, she likes Groot because he says, I am Groot. And uh, she likes Rocket Cause he's got a big gun. So, uh, you see what's oh, already happening that's in why my household. That's what oh. it seems like. But, uh, so, uh, obviously this is, this is great for the kids. Um, I think it's fun. It's light. I was, uh, yeah, we have a big, uh, geekscape, uh, text thread that I was on and, uh, people were uh, talking about, uh, you know, trying to go to sleep after watching the new episode of, ahsoka last night and i was like well i watched uh, i am groot and it was perfect right before bed to watch all five episodes um eric are your kids already too old for i am groot or do you feel like they might uh appreciate some of this
2: i i think they will appreciate it um and they are too old you know i i think it's cutesy but but to their credit I, and you know they're they're a trifle right I feel like you, you watch it so fast. Like, I don't, I don't think I even realized I'd watched all of it. Yeah. You know, like I had skipped past like the end credits and, uh, you know, and that was like, Oh wait, I guess that's it.
1: But there, by the way, there's there. one of them that even with the credits, the runtime's listed as three minutes. Yeah. 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 No, they're, they're they're the mini They're not really. The episodes. Uh, if, if only, if only uh, Quibi had struck a deal for Groot content, you know, uh, maybe right. Quibi would still be with us.
2: Or they could have gotten all the uh, actors to reenact it, like they did *The Princess Bride*, which I think also, by the way, would be quite fun. I mean, this feels like lots of potential user-generated content you can make with something like this. But it, sure, it, it's cute, it's fun. I, I, as I'm watching this, I'm like, "How are we going to talk about this for like an hour?" And I realize we're not going to talk about this. Did for you an notice hour. we
1: started at 15 minutes after the hour? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
2: This yeah. is uh, a mini-sode for the uh, Geekscape crowd as well. Uh, but I, I, I did find myself laughing out loud at least like once per episode. Yeah. And, and for a few mm. minutes, I'll take it. You know, I don't ask for much when, more than that. When Groot stepped in the poop from the, wait, the, little, the little bird. Was that okay? I had that was my maybe my only question. Was that well, when, when have we, we done an
1: episode when your questions aren't scat related?
2: I mean, I usually lean in with that and yeah. lead with that, but I,
1: I, right now, I thought- right now, Michael's yeah. thinking of some videos he's texted us in the past. So that's why I'm talking <laughs> safe and not talking, uh,
2: Michael Shirley. You mean uh, my videos tend to be uh, well a little more sedate, and yeah. his yeah. he should be sedated.
0: I love yeah. shock no. value. <laughs> oh yeah, really?
1: I, I haven't known you long enough to realize that, Michael. But anyway, you, you turn, so like, your question was indeed. Your question was indeed related to the poop, right?
2: I thought he might have stepped on a bird. No, no, no. no. I see. I had a very dark
1: read of that, that moment. That then that <laughs> would be uh, that would be avian homicide. Life on the street, and uh, okay, I like, don't. Uh, let's talk. Old Grogu. Chicken or the egg, right?
2: See, and speaking of Grogu, uh, yeah, eating the eggs of that. what you? Right. We have to protect We're like the tadpoles. Eggs yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they're the babies. they're they're. they're like Grogu is eating them without pity, without remorse. And yeah. thus I felt like, well, Disney sort of showed its hand in that moment. So All is right. it so crazy that Grogu would have accidentally stepped on one of those cute little
1: baby chicks? All right. I, I didn't, uh, I didn't realize that uh, you were on your PETA soapbox today. <clears throat> All right. Good old, good old, uh, good old Lib Cuck Connor. All right. Glad <laughs> you're on the show today. <laughs> Leaning left. Yeah. Uh but uh Michael mm. one thing I was thinking while I was watching these not so much when I was watching the first season was uh oh Michael hates this. He's going to absolutely hate this show. Did you have uh, any takeaway of uh, entertainment value? Did, did were you able to enjoy it?
0: Um I think I like the first season a little better, I'll say. Uh I watched them both together cuz it'd been so okay. long since I'd seen them sure uh, i yeah, I think I like the first one first season I better. like
1: that the the first one had rocket in the mm-hmm. an episode, and I thought it was fun that uh you know, I can't i I would love to see that check for Bradley cooper that they had to cut for his one line in the season two episode, you know, like. What's what's the day rate on getting Bradley Cooper to you know probably you know have one of those plug-in mics for his iPhone and he records it and then he emails it to somebody, uh, but yeah, I like when you know we're reminded that uh, you know this is Baby Groot, this is I don't know pre Volume Two when he's this little and uh, he is a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy, so I'm glad that uh, that that Rocket participates at least. Um, I, I think I did enjoy the stories in season one, but I felt like the best of season two was the last one bringing in uh, Jeffrey Wright as the watcher. Mm. And uh, I, I liked that story and, uh, you know, using the watcher in a way of like, Oh my God, he's not going to, he's not going to do that. Is he? Oh my God, he did. It. I thought that uh, it was kind of fun, you know? Uh, and it reminded me, I'm like, Oh yeah, I didn't hate. What if just that one episode, just really hated that one. I really, really hated that one. And the zombie one wasn't great. But in any case, uh, I I don't know. I mean, it was fun. I'm looking forward to watching it, uh, watching all of them with my daughter. I I don't think I can tell her, like, well, we can watch one before bed, you know, each night this week. I I think she'll realize that's like, well, that's much too short. You know, Uh, Paw Patrol is a lot longer than that. Uh, So I uh, so. Did you, did you, were you able to ascertain a favorite from season two, Michael? And maybe you disagree with my assessment. Could you have uh, done without The Watcher?
0: Yeah, I could do without that. That was a little cheesy for me. I felt like that was for the older fans, not really the younger fans. But uh, I'd say my favorite from the first season was definitely When He Takes a Bath. I think that's the funny one. Yep
1: <laughs> that yeah. that's my daughter's favorite. Actually, uh, uh, that was the one that she uh, described in detail to to my wife because she didn't watch it with us. You know, she was in the kitchen doing the dishes. You know what I'm saying? Come on, uh, woman's work. Huh? But uh, I think that it, I feel like the ice cream one is going to be my daughter's favorite. I feel. Uh, I, I also thought that one was kind of fun, but. Uh, You know, uh, fairly, you know, I'm going to have to take back what I said about the uh, avian homicide, Eric, because uh, he blew up that ship, didn't he? So he could get all the ice cream (laughs) in in the ice cream episode. Oh, yeah. And and, and again, no remorse. He was fine. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) No no remorse. But I feel like if you remember the Guardians of the Galaxy, you need to have no remorse for pretty much anything you know i mean uh, rocky but, but got a little soft cream. in uh, volume three but but if there's ice, the cream, ice cream in truck.
2: yeah but the driver yeah. of the ice cream truck I, I, we don't get a sense that there's particularly you know villainy at work there it's just some dude driving an ice cream uh, imagine if they'd shit.
1: given us the backstory in like a cold open like law and order style before the, <laughs> the credits and they're talking about the ice cream truck driver and how much he loves his job and He's uh, two, two days away from retirement, of right. course, voiced by Danny Glover. And he's just like, he's had such a full life. And then, you know, Groot upset because he didn't get any ice cream just blows him out of the sky. In so, space, everything yeah. is cold. Right. And and, uh, and, and Daniel has the point that he could then be arrested by the Nova Corps. Exactly. <laughs> um We've got, a, we've got a lot of our friends uh, that have popped in for the show. I love that the show comes back and uh, all of our friends uh, uh, are here. I saw some, uh, some birthday talk, but here we'll start off. Daniel Drew forgot to watch the episodes last night, so I did earlier today. Yeah, I mean, you, you could have done it since we started the show and be almost done. Uh, the last one was delightful. And the rescheduling makes sense. I'm not bothered by it. That is our uh, our secondary topic, which will probably be longer than this topic, but that's all right. Uh, and uh, you you heard. It. Check this part out, though, uh, Michael. Daniel Drew might get to meet Chris Claremont on Friday. Um, I, would say, it, <laughs> I
0: would
1: say. Bring it. Bring it. I would say whatever question you most want to ask him if you're going to be in the line to get autographs ask that question first because he will answer it but then by the time he's done answering it you're going to realize okay there's a lot of people behind me who uh, are you know going to have a question of their own Uh, he is uh, delightful at cons he will give you a lot of interaction Uh, if you've ever seen any of the interviews on any of the incarnations of the show you'll have a pretty good sense for what it's like uh and uh you know bring bring a stack of books you know make sure you have exact change don't make the man make change for you don't oh. you know, think of all the joy he's brought you in his career uh, i'm very excited that uh you're going to meet him we uh we I we usually find a reason to talk to him once a year, but I think God Loves Man Kills for Geekscape Book Club was already this year, so yeah. uh, I might have to wait till next year. So, uh, I I don't ask more than once a year because uh, it, it always makes his wife angry because uh, he he you know I'm like all right I'll tell him it's just an hour two and a half hours later uh, finally the interview's over but uh, I'm excited uh, but uh, Craig oh, Robinson. I'm sorry, I just want to say Craig Robinson yeah. checked in from across the pond. Kids are back at school. Marvel Movie Talk is back. Woo-hoo. Yes, all things are great. Everything's great in the world because we're back and the kids are at school. Now, what were you going to say, um, Mr. Connor?
2: I was going to quote John Lovitz, uh, or at least the advice always given to you about John Lovitz, which I'll allow you to have that line, Christian. Have a good listen. There it is. There it yeah, is. You're going to meet him, have a good listen, but the truth is, though, no. And, you know, I know you've interviewed him multiple times, but just the one interview I was part of, and I don't know what the dogs are destroying behind me. uh, I mean, he was just listening to him. I mean, you're basically listening to the lore of Marvel. And uh, he is absolutely fascinating. So uh, I I do look forward to speaking with him again. And I I, I, think I think you got in a listen well worth
1: having. I think you got in a couple questions and our pal Jeff Williams Jr. got in one you know, but uh it's uh it's yeah, know, know, I'm, I'm not even complaining. I'm not complaining about it. I because his fact answers that, are uh, great
2: too. I yeah. mean they're like yeah, he talks for a while, but it's it's you get every answer you want from
0: one
1: question. No, right? you
0: don't. He answers okay. the, he answers the question so in the way like he he
1: he doesn't want to answer the questions that you ask, Mike.
0: No, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I know like, the questions to your, ask him. Yeah. So, so you ask him a question and he'll give you the answer of the question he wished you to ask.
1: Well, then you know what? Maybe I should be a better interviewer. Maybe that's <laughs> really what he's trying to teach me. Help him help me. That's really what we need. Anyway, I'm very excited. Uh, and uh, Daniel's going to Baltimore comic-con and uh, honestly, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, you know, duck out for some crab cakes Walk around the Inner Harbor, but you know, not two blocks away from the Inner Harbor. Just stay yeah, in the Inner Harbor. Make, make uh, sure you can see the water. Yeah, if you can't and, see the water, then be, and God bless. And if you t- if you take the subway, uh, pay attention. Uh, don't be like poor Vincent Tanofrio in that episode of uh, Homicide: oh. Life on the Street. Uh, what? What? You didn't know I was going to bring that up today, did
2: you? Oh, he gets crushed. Oh. I seen By the way, one of the best episodes of hour-long television
1: of, ever of, seen. Of, of network drama, for sure. Uh, Vincent and D'Onofrio, I believe it's called The Subway. Um, so, uh, Kami Egan, back on track here, uh, s- uh, said that uh, she ex- agrees with Michael to the extent that uh, thought the first season of Shorts was cuter, but really enjoyed the ice cream truck short. I, I think that uh, that was fun. And yes, Came, I-, I did mean to mention this earlier, that the one, uh, like, I don't know, what do you call that? The, the, like the, the pop with the bubblegum eyes was a Howard the Duck face. Uh, the fact that, you know, we get a lot of visual cues and shout outs to Howard the Duck in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy content, uh, I think is fun. I, um, I'm glad that they uh, stick with the character as voiced by Vin Diesel, but <laughs> I mean, they need to. I mean, we're talking about what they paid Bradley Cooper for one line is like, I hope it's just like an overall group deal for Vin Diesel for like all the movies and all the shows. And if he's in video games or, you know, I'm sure they pay him well,
0: you know. Oh, Um, he has way more money than we think he does. I know. I'm not worried about him at all. No, no, but I mean, they
1: still have to pay him. I mean, you know, he's he's not he's not doing it for charity, you know. (laughs)
0: uh doing it for family like i found myself like the whole time like imagining him in the sound studio like doing this like weird grunts and just saying the same thing over and over and it was just kind of bizarre to think about
1: so my uh comment is that i want to bring up in the chat from kemi again again i think little gert is getting to be too much like a minion um (laughs) You might not be wrong, you know. There's a lot of adventures, uh, and yes, <laughs> Eric's Eric's Baby Groot is dancing. Uh, I I have a Christmas one uh, like that, so it's it's not time for it to come out of the garage just yet, but soon enough, soon enough, uh, he'll be with us. Uh, I don't know. What do you think, uh, Eric? Do you think that uh, Baby Groot is maybe a little too silly? I mean, it is a cartoon, you know. So, uh, and again. It is enjoyed uh, enthusiastically by the five and a half year old that lives in my house. But uh, do you, how do you feel about it, Eric?
2: It's a you know, listen, gaming can never uh, waste a line of text. Like it's a, such a good point. Uh, and, and you know, I think the issue is, it's like the minions. Like I like the minions when they're in Despicable Me. I could not stand the minions movie. Um, I it, it like when it it's just them. It, it is painful. Luckily with Groot, I think the thing that keeps it from getting maybe too minion is A, it's really short. Like we've yeah. yet to have the group movie. Once we have the group movie, that might be I'm, I'm tapping out and I throw this in the trash. Uh, but until that oh day, I don't mind, for three minutes, I'm amused. And luckily, I do think the, um, the these minisodes have just kind of enough of the sort of chaos of the Guardians and the tone that it doesn't feel like it gets too into the weeds on this yeah. sort of cutesiness. Like, and, and even you, you brought up the, the last episode with the, um, uh, the watcher and, and actually it's, it's like, I, as I'm watching that, I was reminded of like that famous bugs bunny cartoon where the cartoonist likes his pencil shows up. Uh, muck,
1: right. I believe that's what
2: that one's called.
1: I, if you uh, say so, I'll say yeah. sure. Okay,
2: uh, and 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 but that idea. No, I'm of, sorry,
1: I thought you were a teacher for a second. I, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, oh. yeah, my Bugs Bunny uh, classroom
2: class. Unfortunately, no one came. to Hey, that.
1: if you do I'll a do Bugs Bunny it. elective, uh, I will uh, figure out a way to audit that class.
2: <laughs> um. Yeah. No. That I I just do uh, old Tom and Jerry's and talk about you know <laughs> how they represent a very dark chapter in American history actually, uh, but it, basically. It, it is that sort of meta thing that I thought was actually pretty clever. So to that point, I just think because it always sort of keeps at least a toe in the sort of Guardians kind of uh, yeah. world, it never, for me, has yet to go kind of full Minion, but I think two seasons is enough. I, I kind of hope they they got a plenty in the back order of, you know, like waiting in the queue to come out on Disney plus, I hope this is it for a bit. Well, I, I,
1: am I'm, I'm going to bet they already have more, like they're probably done. You know, the fact that these are as short as they are, it, it tells me that there's probably like 50 of them or something. Uh, by the way, Daniel does uh chime in with a, a good reminder and season one group killed all those creatures. So one ice cream truck driver is fine. And again, we never did see him, but uh, Daniel also tagged our, uh, earlier conversation where we were talking about him meeting with Chris Claremont, uh, the people behind me will have to wait, and by the way, they will—they'll <laughs> they'll be waiting. Have a good listen. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know, but there's nothing worse than uh, getting to the front of a line at a con and uh, the the creator that just signs, you know, and it's like, do you want do you want the CGC grading? You want me to make it out to you, you know? And it's like, and if you give them a compliment, they're just like, thanks. You know, so uh, that's the kind of interactions I think that we all uh, want. If we ever had a table at a con, I know Michael would just sign whatever. And he's like, no, no photos. That's $50 if you want (laughs) to. Is that is that what your price would be if we did a con appearance?
0: No, no, no. Uh... Forty? Thirty (laughs) five?
2: Now, he'll do a picture for 50, but it's what he will take a picture of for oh, 50. Yeah. That might be the question mark. He,
1: yeah, it, it, you have to go to his studio that's uh backstage, yeah, <laughs> back
0: in the like only Groots in the like uh, what would you say, like early 2010s, late 2000s. Uh, yep, I was a uh, uh, a, a like a fashion and entertainment blogger for buzznet. And I did some meet and greets and I really enjoyed meeting like people that were the read what I was writing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a jerk like that.
1: Cammy Egan says, Michael wants his $2. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I I, believe I've, I've signed either one or two autographs ever. And I was so embarrassed for the person that asked for it. I was <laughs> Yeah. i was really I, excited to meet you christian <laughs> well I, I know that's why i let you on the show because i felt bad that i uh, tried to brush you off that's right in the uh in the fine cities of chicago and uh, new orleans uh, i was uh, i was asked after a radio station appearance and uh, i was i but i do believe that the first person i said are you sure You know, (laughs) I'm like, I'm sure you want someone else's autograph, but I'm the one that you found. Uh, And uh, yeah, Cammy knew that we would get the reference that Michael wants his $2, of course. Um, You know your audience. Yeah, exactly, we know our people Uh, I I don't know, look, I think these are light These are fun, they're very easy to uh, Come out, they uh, were not Available at 9pm Pacific time Like Ahsoka was, so I was a little disappointed That's where I thought, I thought that that was just The thing now, that all the Disney Plus Does that, but uh, apparently Just that show, they uh, they Want to have uh, come out at that time Anyway, uh, we've been Speaking about uh, Disney Plus Content and uh, what it Is that we've gotten now and uh while we were on our uh extended summer holiday i think we only took off two weeks but it just it felt like more because we missed everybody so much uh this uh september 1st from variety marvel's agatha delays to fall 2024 michael is very upset studio also shifts echo x-men 97 and what if release dates so, uh, everything is uh, moving a little bit. And uh, part of the reason is the uh, SAG, AFTRA, and uh, Writers Guild strikes. So, we will get What If season two this year. Uh, and uh, it uh, will show up in December over the holiday season. It says no specific date just yet. Echo, a spin off of Hawkeye, uh, moved from November 29th to January 2024. The show is still set to release all episodes at once. The first binge release for a Marvel Cinematic Universe series on Disney (laughs) Plus. And we'll put a pin in that right there. And uh, why do you think that is? Do you think it's because, Michael, they feel so good about the show and the content (laughs) that they just want to celebrate it and give it to everybody all at once? Or could they be trying to bury it and uh, never to be seen again?
0: Well, I figured if they if they really wanted to bury it, they'd put it out about now. <laughs> but uh yeah. Uh I don't know. I I think they probably don't have super high hopes about us caring a ton. Uh, Echo's kind of a new newer character in the Marvel X-Men yeah. universe. Now she, well, I don't know if now, but she was the phoenix recently, uh, which adds a little intrigue. But uh, I, don't, I don't really know if any of us know what to make of what this show's supposed to do or where it's going to take us.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think that uh, you need to put out the show when, you know, you, you have the, this, uh, wonderful uh, actress who was in Hawkeye, Alakwa Cox, and she is uh, hard of hearing. I believe she's uh, classified as deaf. Hard of hearing, You, you, Yeah, and you can't necessarily be like, oh, the show with the the deaf girl, we didn't like it, so we're not going to put it out. You kind of have to. Um, And I may or may not have heard uh, secondhand From someone who may or may not have worked on this show, who may or may not have been out on the uh, writer's picket uh, outside of, let's just say, one of the studios, that uh, the process was not enjoyable uh, for anyone who worked on it, at least on the uh, pre-production side. So it may be reflected on the screen, allegedly. Uh, What do you think, Eric? (laughs) Eric?
2: Well, that's the greatest review I've ever heard of any property. Uh, so I may be excited to see it. I may not be. I, I mean, clearly, this is one that they're like, shoot, we have this thing. We're pushing back all our bigger titles on the big screen and small. So whatever. Uh, we'll just dump it. It, it. And they're dumping it. Was it November or what was the uh, date? November 29th. Yeah.
1: My, my daughter's oh, oh, birthday. Oh, so Thanksgiving, that's Thanksgiving
2: weekend. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So yeah, so much faith mm. in this property. It's uh, it's one step away from coming January 3rd. Like, when you ever hear that, you know that movie sucks. So uh, I'm not feeling the love for uh, Echo. And I, I too, heard the, not the greatest things about this thing already. And I, I, I think also, too, they maybe also missed an opportunity as far as, like, a, okay, so good appearance on Hawkeye. Hawkeye's been a while, though, since we saw that show. It was a full, then,
1: was a full year ago because it was Christmas yeah. time, right? Yeah. And they
2: haven't really done, I mean, like, I'm not sure beyond, like, on the comic book front, did they, You, uh, Michael, you're saying Echo's become the Phoenix. So I guess they're using the comic book space for Echo. But in terms of, like, getting people maybe in the know, like, I feel like they haven't even tried to, like, i don't know like even the disney like the splash pages doesn't have hawkeye front and center it, it doesn't say like before echo you'll see echo's first appearance so i feel like they've they really like it, it's not just that they're dumping them all they're also just kind of burying them like they're not putting any kind of promotion into it to get us reacclimated with this character so yeah no i think they they have given them they've beyond giving up on this property and yeah. i mean i mean the good news is even if it's mediocre it's better than we're going to expect so now we go into yeah. this sort of with absolutely no expectations which hopefully maybe helps uh because yeah they've uh, after secret invasion man i'm still licking my wounds on that one as a fan <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was a, that was a big wicked. reason why we needed li- a li- big reason why we needed uh, two weeks off at the end of the summer was uh, Secret yeah. Invasion, really. Yeah. And you like know, you them dropping the whole series. Together. Yeah. <laughs> them dropping the whole series at once. I'm like, I don't even know how to cover that for this show. You know, in the old days when uh, uh, we did after shows for After Buzz TV, the, the Netflix shows. Uh, I would, I would try to do three or four in a, in a single sitting. And they're like, no, you should do one for each episode. I'm like, but then I have to watch them one at a time because I'm not going to remember, you know, where the story stopped because I'm, you know, I'm not smart. So it's something to think about and everything selfishly goes back to, yeah, but what does it mean for me? Uh, so, (laughs) uh, that's uh, where we're at with echo. Uh, X Men 97, uh, and uh, that has moved from fall 2023 to early 2024. Uh, so uh, I, I, I know someone who is working on that, and uh, hopefully, uh, he'll be able to talk to us once it's released. But uh, I can tell that he's excited for, for that project. I know that uh, a lot of us have high hopes for it. Uh, I just, uh, I'm just excited to see the X Men. And they'll be in an era of X-Men where I'm comfortable with. i I, I don't want to hear about Krakoa. I don't want to see Scott with that stupid round helmet. There's a you know, i I, I don't need what? Scott and Emma Frost playing. I don't need Scott and Emma Frost playing grab ass. i'm I'm not interested, all right? <laughs> so just bring me bring me back to to twentieth uh, century Fox, as it were, twentieth century X-Men. Michael, I alluded to this when I read the uh, first paragraph of this story. The WandaVision spin-off Agatha is now scheduled to debut in fall of 2024, likely around the Halloween season. Uh it did finish filming before the sag after strike. Now oh, it goody. Was, uh, it was originally <laughs> announced. The title was Agatha, House of Harkness. Then they changed it to Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Now we're told it's Agatha Darkhold Diaries. Uh, which is uh I believe they're just doing a shot by shot remake of Princess Diaries, but with uh, Catherine Hahn in the Julie Andrews role, but I might be mistaken. <laughs> um, which of those titles do you hate the least, Michael? <laughs>
0: uh, I guess Coven of Chaos. I, I oh, Coven of Chaos. One. Okay. Yeah, okay, I hate this new one, The Darkhold Diaries. I just think of like, like it's like a Sex in the City spinoff or something. Yeah, no. <laughs> and just
1: like that, it was Agatha all along.
2: Dark hole um, bees nuts. I think was the other one. For <laughs>
1: it's the uh, the grown up college professor who brought that to the table
0: not surrounded
1: not, by two
2: teenage boys so not
1: not it's... the not the the dummy who gets insulted on the internet by stuttering john melendez the college professor is the one who uh, comes to the table with that what do you think about uh, the movement of uh, agatha what is that what does that do uh, for you eric are you disappointed are, are you just numb to all this uh, no. schedule movement yeah, like you were saying before
2: my disappointment is The enjoyment you and I are both going to get of Michael having to watch this show. I mean, I am more excited about Michael's reaction than I am about my reaction or the show itself. Uh, I I think the fact that they finished filming and they keep pushing it back, uh, that smells like reshoots.
1: Well, it takes a long time to uh, add terrible special effects, uh, as we saw with uh, Secret Invasion you know, because it
2: was Sharknado as well, or, or or now Cocaine uh, Shark.
1: uh, uh, Agree, agree to disagree on
2: Sharknado, but. Or uh, Christian's background. Yeah, that's true. 700 men died making that backdrop. (laughs) I, I think, but the idea that it's getting pushed back because, I mean, I mean, obviously post takes a while, but they know post takes a while. This isn't their first, first rodeo. So, that to me, and again, I don't know for sure, maybe you do, Christian. Uh, but it, it, it's it, okay if they're pushing it back after already filming everything be, and they're saying it's because Strike. Well, that to me sounds like, well, no, that smells like a rewrite, right? That smells like yeah. production needs
1: pushing but, things
2: back because but otherwise they can't, they, done.
1: they can't rewrite and they can't reshoot because of the exactly two well, that's what I'm saying. So,
2: yeah, maybe that. So, I I think if it saying. gets
1: to late enough in the year then they're just going to be like, all right, we'll just put it out like this. You know, it'll be like what, what happened with dark Phoenix, you know, the last time that there was some kind of writer strike. It's a quantum of solace. It's like, well, we can't rewrite it and it sucks, but let's just put it out anyway. Uh, And I mean, I, I, a similar problem is why they've just completely taken Daredevil, Born Again, and uh, Ironheart off the schedule because they were not very far into shooting those. So uh, they will not be scheduling them for quite some time. I believe just in my heart of hearts, those are shows that we will definitely not see in 2024. And depending on how far they got into Ironheart, uh, maybe we never see it. You know, uh, just, you you know, there's a lot of reasons why you never know what, you know, options you hold on the actors, all that kind of stuff. But uh, I I think that uh, Daredevil will definitely get. I think that they're really invested in bringing that to us. But the good news is we're talking about a show that uh, Michael is we're expecting Michael to not like in terms of the Agatha show. But a show that Michael sat out season one on an earlier incarnation of this show. Loki season two will be with us October 6th. So that is a month from today, Michael. One month. Are you ready?
2: I think Michael. To welcome Tom
1: Hiddleston and Lady Loki into your heart. Can you find room in there for you?
2: I'm just. (sighs) That's the sound of seething.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm just not a fan. It's not a fan. Uh, I think we broke it. I'm going to do it, though. I'm going to do it. I'm excited, yeah.
1: Uh, Kami Egan says, I'm not interested in Ironheart because I thought she was a throwaway character in Wakanda Forever. (laughs) I mean, I feel like they thought that was a good launching pad uh, for that character, you know? And conveniently, it's like, yeah, that really cool armor you have, uh, you know I have to take it away from you. Why is that? Well, it uh, only works in a movie budget. You can't you can't use that <laughs> suit in a TV budget so she's gonna look like the original Tony Stark from the comics the big gray bulky Iron Man suit but uh, that'll still be uh, that'll still be uh, plenty of uh, VFX. Daniel drew with the point uh, I mean Disney just canceled the Spider wick Chronicles show uh, even after filming the whole season so anything can happen. Yes, we are definitely in the wild west we're in the uh anything can happen era uh right here but uh this we we just talk about what we know we got loki next month we got the marvels the month after and uh you know because of uh the how busy the mcdonald's toy tie-in schedule is we've all forgotten about the marvel uh tie-in happy meals and uh you, you have know, it uh, I, no, you, you, I, you
2: I, if anything, I got all these pictures of uh, humble brags of all the Happy Meals Marvel's toys you were able to acquire.
1: Well, I, I never did get the Ms. Marvel, which was the one that my daughter wanted. Uh, we got uh, we got Goose and uh, I forget who else we got, actually. So Just uh, buy it on I, eBay uh,
0: for her. Don't be cheap. Yeah. If um,
1: you're if you were a good father, you already would have bought it. But I'm not judging. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, you you know you you say that you're not judging, but uh, I can tell uh, that you are. And by the way, just a uh, uh, opposite opinion from Cami uh, Egan, Daniel Drew. I love Riri in the comics, so I'm very excited for the show. Um, I uh, would like to see what they are able to do with the character in a series. And uh, I want to see all that, and kamii uh, Egan following up oh, this is like a this is like a flame war from uh, from the old days uh Cammy egan i 'm going to watch it all, but i 'm not too hopeful for the Marvel shows since they 've been so poorly executed except for the Marvels, I think Amon Vellani is going to carry that movie, and uh, by the way uh she Amon uh, wrote a uh, Ms. Marvel comic, which I believe uh, came out oh, uh, this cool. week, and she did an in store. Uh, I believe she's from Toronto. So I think she last uh, week. <clears throat> was last week. All right, but I'm close, Michael. It was since our last new episode. Um, in in any case, um, what? Oh, so, so Eric sends me an eBay link. Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah, uh, $12. Oh. No, no, no. Oh, There's cheaper ones. There's like a five dollar one. I thought you
2: can't measure your love in money.
1: Know. Oh no, 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 no. My, my, I have you ever heard me say any combination of those words? My, my love is very much uh, measurable in money. And uh, yeah, because see, this is the first one that I saw is uh, the Ms. Marvel twelve ninety nine. But uh, no, 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 this, no, no, no. Uh, this that. might uh, yeah. find its way uh, for my daughter's birthday in November. That uh because I mean, uh, cool see I like shouldn't this. be showing this on the show because I know Daniel Drew is going to go and drive up all these auctions. He's going to corner uh, the market on actually, Ms. Marvel. Daniel, you probably already have your Kamala Khan Happy Meal toys, am I right, or am I, or, or am I wrong? Okay. Yeah. Christina.
0: And uh, Daniel
1: Drew wants us to know that uh, he posted on his blog he bought all the variants for uh the Amon Velani uh, Ms. Marvel comic book. Oh, cool, and. Uh, If, uh, oh no, see, look what I did to myself. Now Daniel's like, I got to get those, I guess. Yeah, see, I should have just kept my big mouth shut. Uh, And uh, Daniel, uh, quickly in the comments, uh, post uh, where people can find your blog uh, because uh, Daniel does a very detailed uh, uh, write-up of of after every new comic day, you know, what he reads and uh, after he sees a movie. And uh, I want to make sure that people know where they can find you, but... For now, we'll talk about where we can find Count Eric Connor. Uh, uh, uh. Uh,
2: well, you can find me uh, watching Who Are Those Broadcasters? Uh, oh, stop! Webs, uh, over on the uh, Who Are Those Podcasts uh, n- network on YouTube. And then you also can hang out with me over in Insta, and I think I'm on Threads, and Twitter and X and Y and Z at Count Eric Connor. So I hope to hear from all of you soon. I miss you. I love you. Uh,
1: Who are these broadcasters? Also available as an audio podcast, but I will tell you that because we play video clips, it is uh, more enjoyable as a, uh, as a YouTube show. And uh, I have given multiple shout outs to one member of this show who has provided me with some great videos uh, at some point, Michael and I might need to do a standalone special about uh, Julie Baker, who is a, a morning anchor in Colorado Springs. A fake redhead who also uh, likes to act fake crazy, but she, all, all she really did is forget her belt. Right, Michael?
0: <laughs> Man, that, that, that
1: poor woman's a hot mess. She sure is, and oh. uh, I I may have uh, done a little too deep of a dive on her Instagram and watched a little too many videos, and uh, you're not wrong. But uh, yes, you can find that there. Uh, Who are these broadcasters? Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Uh, if you like the mean parts of this show, then you will like that show. Uh, if you wish we were nicer on this show, I, I don't know if you should watch, because <laughs> It's uh, it's not very nice. Uh, if you think that a, a, a podcast hosted by the five late-night talk shows is a good idea and that it's really funny, then you might not enjoy Who Are These Broadcasters. But if you think the opposite, please check that out. And now we know how Fess feels uh, about uh, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, and, of course, find me on Twitter and Instagram at... Christian DMZ. And the star of the show, Michael, where can you be found?
0: Uh, either Louis Vuitton or Taco Bell, typically. I don't know. Uh, but on the interwebs, you can find me at Michael X Shirley on X, ahead of my time. Uh, and I hate Michael Shirley pretty much anywhere else.
1: Well, uh, I appreciate uh, both of you taking the time, and uh, Fezzik as well. Oh uh, no, this I is believe- uh, this is our, our new guy. This is uh, Fezzik's brother, Iggy Pup. I hate you so much right now. Like- I did
2: not do the name. It was yeah, it came with the name, but I love him. Hmm. I'm sorry that I have room in my heart for for an
1: animal, for Iggy Pup. Iggy Pup. Uh, well, he's got a he's got a lust for Alpo. Awesome. That's great. Everybody wins when your dog's name is Iggy Pup. In any case, uh, we will be back next week, I believe, at the normal time, uh, I believe, with a guest. But uh, follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, at Christian DMZ. I'll be sure to let you know if uh, there's any kind of time change. Um, And uh, uh, we've we've got a couple of uh, fun guests coming up, and uh, that should take us through to uh, Loki, October 6th, and uh, Cam Egan. Great show as always guys, but she also seemed to think Iggy pup was a good name. So, uh, I don't, I don't know what to do with your praise right now, Ingan. but, uh, we love you for being in the chat with us as always. Uh, well, that is all the time we have for now, uh, 16 more minutes. than I thought, uh, we were going to 17 more minutes. And I thought we were going to get with these two topics. <laughs> That's what she See these big mouths can talk about like pretty much anything. Um, oh, but uh, Michael looks like he's going to go take a nap afterwards. Uh, so <laughs> oh, I can't that's wait all the time reasons, yeah. for now. We'll see you next time. And as the great Stan Lee would say, Excelsior.
0: You're listening to the Geekscape Network.